Hey everyone, you're listening to the Jersey Church Podcast, where we give practical tips to equip people to care and connect others to Christ. Hey everyone, uh, this is uh, the Jersey Church Podcast. Um, Todd and I decided to do a, a special episode with everything happ- happening with the uh, coronavirus. We, we wanted to put something out that encouraged people and uh, comforted them and just reminded them of of how you know God is in control even in the midst of uh, the corona. I mean, yeah, I mean, Todd, so Todd and I are, we're doing this via Zoom, uh, a meeting app because uh, we can't uh, actually be in each other's presence. And I don't know if Todd would prefer that or uh, or not, but um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. The sound is not going to be the greatest. Uh, you might hear my kids banging on the door, or or um, I don't know, Todd. Are you going to have any dis- distractions there? It all depends. I've got uh, one small animal at my feet, uh, and uh, we'll see if the other ones wake up. So, yeah. all right. So, uh, so today we we want to talk about the coronavirus and just uh, you know how it's impacting you guys, how it's impacting us, um, but then also what is uh, what is God's plan in the midst of this? Um, you know, uh, when we first uh, started this podcast, we wanted to give you. Uh, practical tips uh, to living for Christ. We want to equip you to care for others and connect them to Christ. And, and uh, so we want to do that in this uh, kind of unusual time. Um, I had to send an email out to parents and, and uh, I, you know, I told them I've never, I've never parented in, in a time of an epidemic or a quarantine. And so all this is new for me and I'm looking for resources, but, uh, but I don't know about you, Todd, but for me, God's just taking me back to some of the, uh, the basics Um and uh, one of the things that you hit, Todd, early on was um, was the Great Commission. You want that was in the the first episode. We wanted to hit the Great Commission, and so now, as as we were preparing for this, and we realized, you know, you know a lot of you, uh, like ourselves, are there's a lot of confusion going on. There's a lot of uh, fear, anxiety, loneliness, uh, you know, social struggles as we can't talk to people. Um, you know, we uh, you with the, with the confusion. If you're like me, I. I <laughs> I went from working in an office and, and around a lot of people most of the time to now I'm working from home and um, I'm in an office by myself and I'm trying to, uh, to email people and connect with people via phone and, and um, you know, meeting apps and, and, but it's, it's different, you know, it's a different schedule and, and my kids, they're used to being at school and now my wife is doing school at home. Uh, and so we're not sure, uh, you know, how long this will last, but, um, but we know that, that this is what it's going to be. So we're trying to find our rhythm and it's, it's just a lot of confusion. What about you, Todd? Yeah. I mean, it really is a whole different way of life, uh, uh, fighting some of the same things. And, you know, I, I think, uh, apologize in advance. I, I'm sure this podcast will be, uh, uh, obviously a little bit more serious tone, but if we, uh, yeah. if we do have, uh, some humorous things here and there, uh, it's certainly not making light of the situation and, any way, shape, or form, uh, but uh, you know, just uh, really trying to do everything we can to uh, continue to to live life and under this new normal. And, and you know, you mentioned some of the things how it's affected you. I think for me, it's uh, one of the things I've been fighting is just uh, how not to be consumed by it. You know, I think that with everything coming our way from so many different directions. Uh, Wow, really had have to institute some some different uh, parameters, you know, in order to be able to 
to focus on what needs done next and, and uh, how to uh, keep ourselves healthy as well as uh, look for ways to minister to others as well. So yeah, it's uh, house feels a lot smaller now. Yeah. Uh, with all five of us yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here uh, all, most of the time. And so, but uh, uh, making the most of it. And so look forward to sharing some things that, that we've uh, learned so far from it with, uh, uh, with all of you. So, yeah. Yeah. And as I, I mentioned earlier, um, you know, like you said, Ty, you're just trying not to be consumed by it. Um, one of the things with the, the great commission is, as we were talking about, what do we put on this episode Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, one of the first questions was, all right, Lord, what does it look like to live for you, um, while, um, I'm in my house and I can't go out, you know, like, mm-hmm. like we have all this technology that allows us to connect with people, but you know, there's still, it's, it's different. And, um, you know, in the, in the great commission, you know, we're, we're taught, we're, we're told to go and we're told to make disciples and to teach and to remember that God is with us. And I think this is a good time to, to remember that last part that God is with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, with the great commission, um, whenever God gives a command, he always, always, always gives us, uh, an ability to carry it out. I think that's the the big one that I went back to of like, okay, God, it's not um, that I need to take a break from the Great Commission, but it's how do I need to fulfill it now? Like, what's that look like? Um, you know, it's it's he gave commands to people like Joseph. I've been reading through Joseph's story in Genesis chapter forty one through fifty, and you know, when Joseph was sold into slavery, when he was put into prison, and then when he was you know working in the prison, like God allowed him to continue to move along in, in God's plan for his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the same for us today, that even though I might be in my house, I might be quarantined, um, you know, God is still going to move me along um, in the plan he has for me. Uh, and not just for me, he'll do that for everybody. He does it for the whole world. Um, and, I, and so I've been clinging to the, uh, the verse in, out of Philippians, Philippians 4, 6, where it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, make your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Uh, I've, been, I've been trying to, to pray a lot um, because I know when I get confused, I get anxious and, um, and I get angry. Uh, and the prayer has just been really good for me to, to bring God's clarity uh, to my life. Um, but also like one of the things as I was praying about, um, you know, just, you know, okay, God, so how do I, what do I teach people? You know, I'm trying to figure out what I can put on Google, uh, videos and, and YouTube and social media. He brought me back to the, the book of Acts, um, because, mm-hmm. you know, right after Jesus ascends into heaven, um, the disciples are looking up in the sky, kind of confused, like what just happened? And the angel comes and says, why are you doing this? Like go back mm-hmm. to Jerusalem. And so they go back to Jerusalem and it says the first thing they do once they get back is they gather and they pray. Mm-hmm. And so when they were feeling confused, when they were feeling out of their element, when their whole world kind of got flipped upside down, um, they, they went to the, to the Lord in prayer. And, uh, and so uh, it's just, it's one of those where I've been trying to persevere in prayer. Todd, you talked about that a couple of episodes ago, um, but we want to persevere in prayer in this time. Um, but then also, I know Todd, you've been doing some reading on the first century church and, and other stuff about how they behaved in crises like this, not just how they prayed, but other things. So what, what did you, what have you been thinking about? Well, um, 
and I haven't even mentioned this to read yet, uh, but uh, hearing him say Philippians 4, 6, and 7, uh, I think it's just another small but powerful reminder of how the Lord is with us. Um, we didn't realize this. Uh, he didn't either until just this moment, but exactly the two verses that uh, the Lord brought me to yesterday uh, mm-hmm. when uh, started to get a little anxious that uh, Sunday sermon wasn't uh, coming oh, yeah. together, and um, uh, and just oh my goodness, what's going to happen? And and uh, and just went back to those couple of verses, and I'll, I'll share a little bit more about that uh, on Sunday. So we'll try not to share yeah. um, what's going to take place on Sunday now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to your point, one of the things that's it's done in my mind, and and where the Lord's taken me is. Uh, These are certainly unprecedented times in our lifetimes, obviously, uh, not in all of human history. Uh, And and I think when you go back to Acts 1 and um, uh, where we see that uh, the the believers in the, you know, the early church uniting together in prayer, that was after in what we would say is the most unprecedented event in human history. I mean, this is right after Jesus' ascension uh, to heaven. And so I think that is a uh, uh, perfect place to go uh, to to learn from and to compare, okay, what did they do then? And, and uh, I ordered a book uh, right before everything was, was going down and before we had made the decision to, to start working from home. And I thought, well, it might come in handy. It had been on my book list for a while. It might come in handy for uh, the Sunday sermon. And, and it had been on my book list for a while. And I thought, well, it could have some extra time to read too. And it's The Rise of Christianity by Rodney Stark. And hmm. um, Matt and I talked a little bit about it. He had read it in seminary uh, quite a while ago. And, and um pleasantly surprised to open it up, started reading. And he has a whole chapter in there on how Christians responded during epidemics and plagues. And I mean, you talk about fascinating reading given the times we were living in, had no idea that chapter was in there, just sort of bought it, uh, what I thought was on a whim, but it has uh, uh, really proved quite helpful. And a few things I took away from it, uh, a lot packed into the chapter. It's a short book, quick read, but, uh, but First was was this quote, um, and I thought it was powerful enough that I didn't even want to paraphrase it. I thought I would just read it right from the book. So this is page uh, 82, and it says this. Uh, acknowledging the huge death rate, Dionysus noted that though this terrified the pagans, Christians greeted the epidemic as merely schooling and testing. Wow. Thus, at, the time, at a time when all other faiths were called to question Christianity offered explanation and comfort. Even more important, Christian doctrine provided a prescription for action. That is, the Christian way appeared to work. And um, I don't dog ear too many pages in the books I read. I try to keep it for uh, you know select things that just really uh, sort of send goosebumps up your spine. And and that was indeed one of them. Um, and I think another thing was the impact of the Christian teaching that, that God loves those who love him and Christians cannot please God unless they love one another. And, and this responsibility extended beyond the bonds of family to others, which at the time were revolutionary ideas. And so I think that was another takeaway. And a third was the Christian's resilience, uh, 
on or a reliance on the scriptures that stressed love and charity and and ultimately that led them to unite and risk their lives to save the lives of others you know compared to others at the time that fled to protect only themselves so again just uh, I don't know, some interesting takeaways on, on uh, you know, what the Lord has been showing me, uh, among other things with, uh, within the scriptures. So. Right. And that's The Rise of Christianity by Rodney Stark. Yeah. Uh, which, when you said that quote, Todd, I actually opened up my book and I had highlighted that quote as well uh, <laughs> from, from over 10 years ago. Um, of course, it made no sense to me then. I just thought it was a good idea. Right, um, exactly. But yeah. now it's, uh, it's applicable. So... Um, that's good. That's good. So if you want to read that book, The Rise of Christianity by Rodney Stark, it's, it's an excellent read. Um, you know, I've been, I've been reading a book as well. Um, and it's, uh, it's by Henry Nouwen. It's called The Way of the Heart, Connecting with God Through Prayer, Wisdom, and Silence. And I'd started this book before we started working from home too. It's, it's interesting how the Lord moves in, in ways that we didn't expect. And um, I've been trying to focus in on prayer and on just being with the Lord just in my regular life. And, uh, the whole first chapter on this was solitude mm. and, you know, just being alone with the Lord. And, uh, again, as we were praying through, you know, how, what do we talk about on this podcast that came to my mind, you know, solitude, we, we are now in a forced solitude, um, from the world. And it's interesting because you may not feel that way if you have kids or, you know, uh, a spouse or roommate where you're all in the, the same house together. Um, cause oftentimes we see, uh, solitude as private time, you know, being alone, um, which that is true, but there's also a sense of solitude is when we break from the world and what the world says, the way the world says things should be. And we enter into a time where God says, now this is who you are. This is how things really are. This is what reality looks like. Um, and, and so that's, that's the difference. It's not like solitude is not just going away to have some private time, but it's a it's a breaking from the world in order to to be more connected to uh, what God says is real and true, hmm. and um, and I, I love that definition because I think sometimes I can try to find solitude and I'm putting air quotes you can't see them but solitude uh, just so I can recharge my batteries which mm-hmm. that's not bad but when we talk about true solitude in order to connect with the Lord it's not just recharging your batteries it's getting away and it's it's connecting to uh, the way of life that God says is true and right and real. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I think um, solitude can be scary uh, is uh, when you get away and, you know, it's, it's difficult for us now because we got social media and we've got, um, you know, TV and Netflix. But when you get away and you truly like cut off that stuff for a little bit, um, you're left with your own thoughts and you're left with um, your own struggles. And, um, and what happens, I think, uh, well, what now and says happens and which I found true in my life is, uh, emotions start to come up because you begin to realize how weak you really are, like mm-hmm. how, um, um, how vulnerable you are, how, how much you struggle, how you can't fix things on your own. Um, and, and then I think for me that brings out anger, you know, I begin to get angry at things real easy. Um, and, and I found that that even comes out, especially in this time, you know, I'm sitting at home and I'm trying to call people and they're not answering, you know, I'm trying to, you know, and I'm, again, I'm putting air quotes in out there. I'm trying to do all of the stuff I'm supposed to do. Um, and it's not working. Um, Mm -hmm. when in reality, what God has done is he's, he's put me in uh, solitude so that I can listen to him 
during this time. You know, and, and so when I call and I can't get a hold of somebody, that's okay. God's still in control. And mm-hmm. I need to take that time to listen to him. Another time that this happened to me was when I was in college and I went through one of those, seemed like a major crisis in the moment, but it was kind of a mini crisis of just struggling in a class. And, and I remember I walked down the dorm room and I couldn't find anybody. I got an instant messenger. You know, that was the technology of the day. And I tried to instant message some people and they weren't on. And then I tried to call people, including my parents, and nobody picked up. And I remember feeling uh, kind of this sense of aloneness going, well, how am I going to take care of this? How am I going to figure this out? You know, I, nobody's around to help me. And I felt God say, Matt, I'm here. Just talk with me about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that type of moment has come up again and again in my life. And especially this week of where I'm kind of doing this flurry of trying to get my work done and trying to you know, connect with people. And, and, and when I can't do it, I get angry. But then I have this sense from God of like, I'm here. Just connect with me. You know, just connect with me. Just ask me, and uh, that's that's kind of helped me slow down. Um, and because when when you don't take that time to connect with the Lord, you really want to run away from solitude. You want to run away from it because you feel the, the your unworth, uh, and you want to run away from it because all the bad emotions start coming out of what you really believe. But the whole time, God's saying, "Look, just in this time, give those things to me. Let me." you know, tell you who you are. And, and so that's why in the solitude, it's great to go back to the Bible and just to read passages. I read first uh, Peter chapter one today, and it talks about God's great mercy. You know, he's given us new life. And, and mm-hmm. that then redefines my understanding of the world. It redefines my understanding of how things should be. And, and so I think in, in this quarantine time, we've, we've got an opportunity to be alone with the Lord. Um, and, and I know that may not seem uh, as easy if you have kids or again, if you have people in your house. Um, but I think it'll be easier than if we're going to work. Um, you know, and, and so maybe in this time, one of the things we can do is, you know, you, you, you cut off watching Netflix. Like it'd be real easy to kind of relax in this time, just watch TV, watch Netflix. And maybe some people need to do that, right? Like maybe rest is needed. Um, but I think it's also an opportunity maybe to break, um, from some of those things, even social media, obviously stay up to date on, what's happening with the coronavirus, but, um, and use it to connect with friends, but maybe you don't, you're not on it as much so that you can just take a breather from what the world is saying and just hone in on what God is saying. But mm. I, I, that could be a gift the That's Lord's good. giving us in this time. Mm-hmm. So, but then there's yeah. the flip side of that. There's the, how do we have stay connected in community when we're yeah. separated? And so, I, I mean, it's, what do you think, Todd? Yeah, no, I think it is the other side of the coin because, um, I don't know about you, but, Wow, it's interesting when those uh, face-to-face relationships are taken away. Uh, how much more we're reminded of the importance of biblical community? Mm. You know, I mean, yeah. there is what you hit on is uh, was spot on, and and but I think the other side of that is that God calls us to spend time with Him uh, individually as well as corporately, and. You know, I found myself uh, when you reach out to just on this uh, podcast as we're doing it over Zoom and and being able to uh, to see Matt and it's like, okay, all right, we're we're still in this together, you know, mm-hmm. and and we can mm-hmm. see one another and and to be perfectly honest, I um, I had not been a fan in the past of FaceTime or seeing myself or others uh, on video and um, you know just having pictures or video posted, uh, you know, all over the place. I don't know. I just uh, never a big fan of that. However, I've quickly been won over, um, Hmm. this week, 
used Zoom for the first time in my life. Oh, wow. Uh, and was, yeah, exactly. Uh, and was truly blown away at the difference between seeing other people's faces versus talking to them on the phone or texting. Right. And, yeah. you know, thanks to Ray, we, we used it for our RD group this week. And uh, we, uh, there was some fun to it, but also uh, some, some things, some really serious takeaways that, uh, that I uh, pulled from it. Uh, you know, we get on and, and the two uh, younger 30 somethings have their AirPods in and, and uh, <laughs> you know, that I'm um, one of the a few that uh, doesn't have a pair as of yet. And so uh, myself and uh, the Matt, who's just a few years older than me, he said, wait a second, guys, wait a second. Uh, I'm going to go, I've got to go get something. So he, he runs and gets something, goes out of the uh, view of the camera, comes back and he has his, uh, earphones in with, uh, you know, the big long cord. And he said, now pretend you do not see the cords, cord. you know, now that was impossible to do. Uh, but it was a good attempt on Matt's part to, to, uh, at least act like he had a pair of AirPods. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, but beyond that, um, you know, we're full, uh, four fully grown adult men. And, uh, but there were multiple moments over, the time we spent, uh, and that was the first time we had seen each other since uh, uh, things started to get locked down a little bit more. And and I honestly, I was really moved at how much uh, it meant to all four of us. You know, normally we don't get super emotional when we get together, but Tuesday morning was different. Uh, it was, um, you know, we had a sense that uh, the Lord had put us together uh, for such a time as this. We may have wanted uh, to be with other people, who knows, but uh, the four of us are stuck with one another. <laughs> and uh, that's who God has us uh, in, uh, in community with, the closest community really in some ways outside of our family. And, and what a blessing it was to experience it. So with that said, I can't encourage our, our grow groups enough or RD groups enough to continue meeting online. You know, I'm sure some of you will maybe doing it like I did somewhat reluctantly, but I promise you there is something unique and special about seeing one another, uh, particularly when we can't be together physically. You know, will it be awkward at first? I'm sure it will. Uh, it was for us mm -hmm. too, but, uh, but I fully believe that it will be worth it. So our advice is to, to make plans with your group to meet online at the same time you normally do whether that's Sunday morning before or after our worship services or during the week. That way you're not trying to find an alternative time that, that might knock out some people, but, but just keep forging ahead uh, in that same time period. And if you're not currently part of a group, uh, what better time to get started than now? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure many of our, our uh, grow groups would, would love to, to include you and use it as an opportunity to reach out to other people. So if you uh, listen to this podcast and you're, you're not currently in a group, email us at grow at jerseychurch.org. Grow at jerseychurch.org. And what a blessing it would be if out of this, one of the things that takes place is, is many people that uh, really hadn't uh, signed on for uh, biblical community outside of our worship services, see the need uh, for that during this time period. Uh, also, we'll put instructions for Zoom in our uh, episode show notes uh, today. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we when we post this, we'll have those on there as well to, uh, to help you out there. So, yeah. 
So I guess the, the takeaways from, uh, the takeaways from this podcast are not small, right? They're, yeah. you know, the, the great commission, you know, spending time with, with the Lord saying, how do you want me to fulfill the great commission now? You know, asking him, uh, and then being obedient to that. And then, you know, going, you know, going back to the Lord, like the, like the first century church did, you know, letting, letting the teachings of, of that you've received so far inform how you behave and how you act, uh, in this time. Uh, but then also finding some solitude, find mm-hmm. some solitude. You know, Jesus did this, Moses did that. Um, you know, Paul did it, uh, find some solitude in this time and just to listen to the Lord and spend time with him. Uh, and then the challenge of, of, you know, staying connected in community uh mm-hmm. while we're kind of social distancing mm-hmm. uh, and uh and so i think you know todd had great ideas on that with uh, zoom facetime all those things um and i would encourage you as you look at those things don't look at it as a to-do list like um, todd and i are not going to yeah. check up on everybody going did you check off all four um but i would look at it and go you know lord what what's something you want me to enjoy during this time mm-hmm you know, I think there's so much fear, there's so much confusion, um, but is there something that God's given us that's a gift in this time? And it'll look different for everybody. Um, you know, and you know, for me, I've had some great prayer times already. Uh, for me, it's it's challenged some of my my own struggles um, with just you know trying to control things because I can't, and and I know I'm going to come out closer to Jesus, closer to my family, not just physically, but uh, emotionally. Um, uh, so I just want to encourage everybody be be looking for something uh, to enjoy uh, th- during this this season as well because God I think has given us a gift uh, and then to kind of close out um, Atada, I mean, you'd be thinking about your closing remarks but I just want to make sure everybody knows you can watch the Jersey Church live stream uh, at jerseychurch.tv uh, you can watch us on Facebook live uh, at Jersey Church Facebook group and then um, at jerseychurch.org you can uh, you can watch the live stream there as well. Uh, we'll have services at 8.15, 9.30, and 11. And this week, Todd Smelter is preaching. So you want to show up and uh, and see what the Lord is going to say through him. So I um, encourage everybody to be there. All right, Todd, do you have any closing remarks? You know, I think the only other things that come to my mind is, uh, you know, just um, I thank you for bringing it with us. Uh, and we are are certainly in this together. And, yep. and we look forward to what the Lord um uh, has in store and how he'll um, work in our lives and, and use us to impact the lives of others. And and I'm sure we, you know, who knows what frequency uh, Matt and I will be putting out these podcasts, but uh, we we definitely want to uh, uh, to do them maybe uh, a few more into the future just to, so if you have questions or, or thoughts or uh, creative things, we obviously uh, do not have all the answers in how to weather this biting stretch. Uh, and so you may have um, been led to something that would be a benefit to other people. So uh, yeah. be sure to get that to us, and mm-hmm. we, we we can include that on uh, on future episodes to come. So again, thanks for being with us, and um, we uh, look forward to being back together again soon. Yeah. We're praying for everybody during this time. Uh, we want everybody to take care and stay close to the Lord. Thanks. Yeah. Bye.